fuck. I could I could not finish that episode, guys. I mean, just like that is such a metaphor right there. I couldn't finish. I couldn't find the ending of it. No, it just made. And moving on to my shows that I'm watching. Please God. On this episode, we see that Jedi training teaches babies to play with bombs. That you should attack from below, even if you have the high ground. And we have a proper fight between grasshoppers with murder sticks. Today, we discuss Star Wars The Clone Wars Movie in this edition of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. Welcome to episode 17 of the 11 Parsecs Podcast. My name is Eric. I'm joined by my good buddy, William. Howdy. And my good buddy, John. Thought you forgot about me there for a minute. No. William's on. It's a, it's a movie podcast. It's a movie podcast. It's a movie podcast. <laughs> so at this, I, I, gave, I gave William the, uh, the heads up, a little bit of a nod. Just say demoted is fine. You didn't, you didn't get demoted, John. It's just William's here. So today we are reviewing another movie, which we just did, Attack of the Clones, I think that was four podcasts ago, if I'm not mistaken. But again, still hanging out around 22 BBY. If you're unfamiliar with our podcast, this podcast is dedicated to going through all of the new canon for Star Wars, starting in chronological order. So just to give you a taste of how that kind of works, on our last podcast, we actually watched the first of the Clone Wars cartoons, but we watched Season 2, Episode 16, and Season 1, Episode 16, which both happened chronologically before the Clone Wars movie, which is the kind of the pilot for the series, which we're going to be reviewing today. So, today, we're reviewing Clone Wars episodes, technically Episodes 1 through 4, but we'll get, we'll get into that in a minute after we crack open our beers, uh, or drinks, I should say. John, what are you drinking? So I am having, uh, I just saw this one the other day, uh, Creature Comforts, our good good friends at Creature Comforts, Get Comfortable. It's a hazy double IPA. Ooh, that sounds good. It's it's going to be delish. So Creature Comforts, you, I believe, were uh, drinking a Creature Comforts on episode 15. And I'm sure. trying to remember what the name of that one was. It's actually, I'm sorry, it's actually a collab. I did not realize, oh, I didn't even notice. Geez, it's Creature Comforts gonna, and you were gonna, Sierra Nevada. You were not going to give somebody credit? You were not going to give Sierra Nevada credit? And I love Sierra Nevada, so I, I apologize. I did not even, I wasn't paying attention. But yes, it, what a collaboration. Nice. William, let, let me guess. So the first movie podcast, you had a white Russian. I believe the last movie podcast for episode two, you had a, I think you described it as a muddled brown Russian. Is that right? That was correct. So what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I have Knob Creek on the rocks. Oh, listen to this guy. Because on yeah. that first one, you you you, had, you poured a pretty tall white Russian. And then the last one, you said, it's a smaller white Russian, but still very, very stout. And now I you're drinking it. on the rocks. Now it's just like, hey. I feel more sophisticated already. I know, yep. seriously. I feel like I should be having some wine or something around here. So I am drinking a... This is this is a new brewery that I've not heard of. John, I'm wondering if you've even heard of them. Trim Tab Brewing? I have heard of that. Oh. I don't know where they are, but yes, I've heard of Trim They're Tab. in Alabama, so I'm one state over tonight. Alabama. But I'm drinking a Grand Prismatic Double Dry Hopped IPA. Wow. Yeah, okay, it, it's 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 a cool can. It's, I think it's like 7% maybe alcohol. It's part of the Light Visions collection, which is kind of cool. They're doing collections of beer. Actually, it's 6.5% for the pint. So I'm excited about it. Are you guys ready to pop? Well, William's already. I, I'm ready, William, ready, William ready. William can crinkle his glass. Yep, I'm ready yeah. to shake it. All right, three, two, one. Oh, shit, I got everywhere. 
It's about ten ounces of uh, whiskey. Ten <laughs> shots? Are you being serious? Ten ounces. Ten ounces. What is a shot? Which is uh, one and a half. So, mm. yeah, that's that's a bit. I'll be feeling <laughs> warm. That is. I'll be whiskey. feeling warm after this is over. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a. That's not a small amount. All right, I'm gonna have to report in a minute because I just I just completely screwed up my pour and screwed up the can. Stuff got everywhere. Anyways, okay. So, The Clone Wars. The Clone Wars uh, came out in 2008. It was supposed to be the first four episodes of the actual Clone Wars TV show. George Lucas decided that he wanted to make it into a movie. Like, it actually came out, it was picked up by Warner Brothers, if I'm not mistaken, and distributed just like a normal Star Wars movie. It is, not to get into too far into the thing, it is the least grossing Star Wars movie ever made. And it's, just being fair, it's pretty much the least favorable movie that was ever released in the movie theaters. It was the first four, it was actually it was Dave Filoni's feature debut in a movie, and they stitched the four episodes together, I think, pretty well. Let's start, let's start off giving, let's go ahead and set expectations here. William, give me a one through a hundred. Uh, 72. Okay, okay, so, so, okay, that's not bad. Okay, John? It's pretty harsh. I really enjoyed this. I thought this was, this was quite good, and it had this been the first introduction to clone wars you know we did the other earlier in time episodes last podcast so i had a bit of an introduction there but had this been the first introduction to these characters into the setting i think it would have been great so i'm going to go with an 85 this is so weird i'm the one voting it low i'm always the one that i'm always the i'm always the optimist of the crew i think uh i put i put this guy probably about a 60 to 65 somewhere in there okay you you have to justify that rating, that slander. It, I don't know if it's slander. I think it's just um, well, for, look, libels, let, let's, let's, libels and writing. Let, yeah, right? slander. Okay, well, I've written these literally slander. John drinks bad beers. It's written right here in my notes. <laughs> libels. All right. So, anyways, and eats bad cookies. And eats <laughs> bad cookies. So, yeah. I, okay. Let, let's start. Let us. Let's start off with the positives. So, I think maybe part of this, part of my low score, is because if you take these four episodes and know that they're four episodes, like I can kind of see the small mini stories in each of the episodes. And it doesn't feel like a movie. Also, too, I, I felt like this is kind of... The art's great. The music was really good. I have that in my notes that I thought that the music was really good. But the story, just kind of like... You get you get the Ahsoka introduction, and... I don't know. What else do you get out of it? I mean, it, it's just I, kind of like three... Well, four, I guess. Small, serialized stories. I'm concerned. Go ahead. You said you were going to start... With a positive, and that all sounds very negative. Does it get <laughs> worse I said, from here? I said, all negative. Did you not hear my music comment? I said it had really. I good like music. the music. The rest sucked. <laughs> yeah, this is, this just, is your positive. I, I'm, I'm trying to come up with a positive. Yeah, it, I mean, it's not bad. It, it's wow. not. It's definitely not a bad, <laughs> bad story. But it's not a great story either. And you got to remember, this was something that came out in a movie theater that people wouldn't pay you know, ten or fifteen bucks to go see. I did not know that. No, I, I didn't know that either. I thought this was. I thought this came out as. It didn't come out as episodes. No, 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 no. It was, it was an actual... It was not designed to be episodes. It was designed to be episodes, and Lucas decided to make a feature out of it. Well, I knew okay. th- I knew that part, but I, did, I thought it went like straight to DVD or something. I didn't think it went to the theaters. No, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty sure it went to theaters. Wow. It was the lowest grossing movie debut oh. for a Star Wars movie. And, and maybe that's, yeah, that, maybe that's, that's my problem, is, is I'm, I'm comparing it to a movie when I really should just be comparing it to four episodes of the TV show. Yeah, I think it's much more fair to compare it to episodes of, a sh- of the show. Because that's what it is. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree. And I, I, it's a very cringy subject, I remember, back when it came out, because people were just kind of like, wait, what? You're doing a full movie on this? And it's like, when, I think, I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, it was Lucas that came in and was just like, I really like this on a big screen. Let's make a movie out of it. So That was so, a bad call. It was a bad call. And, 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 well, no, I take that back. It probably wasn't. I don't know. I, I have no clue how much money they made. And even if it was the lowest grossing, I'm sure that's still what tons of movies would strive to be. Yeah, sure. But if you take it, in my opinion, as a movie, it just doesn't it doesn't have the, the full plot appeal of a movie. It just feels like, you know, four stories kind of woven together and they're woven together. OK, but they're not great. So yeah. that's a that's a fine criticism. If you if you judge it on movie merits. Yes, I was not judging it that way at all. I was judging it based on the series as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. And William, you've got a lot more experience with the actual shows themselves, too. So you've seen pretty much all of them, I would suspect, by now. And then going back to watch this movie, you probably just kind of feel like it's more shows. You know what I mean? Although what you just said makes sense that, you know, I looked at the cast and this has more of the original actors than the regular shows shows do. Um, yeah, if I, if, if I remember right, Samuel L. Jackson is in this movie mm-hmm. um, playing his so character's voice. And then, Christopher Lee. Yeah, Christopher Lee was playing Doku in the, in the, in this, in the movie. But in the shows, it's, they're played by other people. Right. That's that's why that's, that's what I meant by this is obviously given a little been had been given a little better treatment than the rest of the episodes. I and mean, you got to remember, this was supposed to launch the episodes too. So even though John right. and I, of course, went back chronologically to watch the other two episodes because they happened before this, this was the launch of the the series on Cartoon Network, I believe. So it was it was an actual, you know, it, it was it was a launch sequence, and they had planned that, and they knew what they wanted to do. And I really I really wonder what 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 Lucas saw where he was just kind of like, I really want to see this on a big screen. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't know. And, and maybe it was the, the graphics and art. And it's hard for me to, to look at that with the same, Oh my gosh, this is so awesome because it, you know, based on today's technology, it's not there, you know, in my opinion. And it's good. It still looks good even today. But when I did wa- that come out. I'm sorry. Two, what year did that come 2008 out? is when the movie so, came oh, out. I mean, back then, sure. TVs were tiny back then. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I mean, I, 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 plus it's, it's, it's money. I mean, it's money in their pocket. You know what I mean? It's kind of like I, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I was kind of joking, but yes, I think that was definitely a business decision, like you said. Throw it in the movie theater. It makes you know something that or an amount that any other movie would be very happy with. Sorry, I have to. You're being I'm, facetious. I have to burn all my notes now because most of it centered around talking about the art style, which I didn't realize you guys had already done. The other two episodes, so I'm sure you've already. No, talked no, about no. You that, can so. no, no. Feel, feel free. <laughs> Actually, feel free to critique the arc style. I don't because think I, I don't. We didn't touch no, on that I don't that think much. We, we didn't touch on that yeah. very much. Uh, I, really? I I have notes here uh, about that. Awesome. Good. We can talk about it. I will. So let's get into it. Let, let's get into it now. Talk so, about it now. Yeah, talk about it now. So, and again, just please remember that that us and hopefully some of the listeners haven't seen anything beyond this, William. So, oh, you know, I, I so, yeah. so if the art style changes or something like that, you know, let's let's refrain from talking about that. But the art style of this. I mean, I, I felt just based on the Clone Wars episodes I have seen, I felt like it was a little bit better. I felt like it was more polished. Is, is that the impression you guys got? Then, the, I, I mean, I I pretty much see the series as well. The the two episodes that you mentioned plus this, the, the art style I think is consistent. consistent. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, I mean the overall style. Like when I first saw this, and I actually avoided watching it for a long time. Because I was so put off by the art style, which is basically like marionette French puppet style. It reminds me is... of uh, Disney Infinity. Did you guys ever play that game? No. Yeah, so it was the, the 3D figures that you could plug into Xbox 360 and I think Xbox One at the very beginning before they canceled it. 
but the art style is very, very reminiscent of those figures. It's blocky, but it's not a blocky in a bad way, in my opinion. But I agree with the marionette style, like that kind of like big head. Yeah, big head, gangly arm type situations, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, I agree with that, William. That's a good observation. My only issue was that I didn't have an issue with with the art style in general, but for some reason, I think I know the reason, but for some reason, Soka just really came across, you know, she was deep in that uncanny valley. And I think it's, and and only her. And I think it's because she, they tried to do the big, big eyes, you know, the classic trope of the big eyes. And it just plunged her into the uncanny valley. I didn't have a problem with anybody else. That's interesting you say that. I'm trying to think of the other characters from the movie that Jabba's Uncle Zero. I thought that was a very oddly drawn character. Um, Meh. Trying to think of anybody else. I thought there was a general toward the end of the episode where he sits down with Obi-Wan when Obi-Wan's trying to buy the time. And he looked kind of odd, too. Like I, I, like, I felt like I could place him from some character I'd seen in one of the live action films, but then I really couldn't. So it was like kind of an obtuse character. Most important thing was before. Before Baby Yoda, there was Baby Jabba. There was. That's a good call. I didn't think about that. You're right. Yeah, the Baby Jabba. The and, and, and the the knowing that he was sick so quickly was kind of an odd story step, in my opinion. I mean, I understand that they had to do it to keep the show progressing and right. Let it's all a, of us it's understand a ticking it, clock thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know what, what 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 did you guys enjoy about it? I'm over here like like bad mouthing it. So so y'all, y'all the, help me out. I enjoyed the, uh, to jump ahead, I enjoyed the, because you asked, I enjoyed the, uh, the end battle. Like when they're fighting their way up the wall. That was yeah, wild. That, that was, that, that was good. Was, that was really cool. Yeah, I agree with that. And then Ventress, to really jump ahead, Ventress and Obi-Wan, that seemed more like a proper duel. Really fast. Jumpy, jumpy, jumpy. That, that's, that's how it's meant to be. Yeah, I'll agree Almost like grasshoppers. Yeah. Wielding lightsabers. You mean like like an Attack of the Clones where you go to flip it all around? Like that's the part you like, right? <laughs> no, For those that have not listened to that episode, John did no. not like that scene very much. I just felt like it was very no. reminiscent of Bouncy. ruined Star Wars. I feel like it was Other very. I feel like it was very reminiscent of Bouncy Yoda, which is not bad. These characters, which is not bad. these characters are meant to be this way. This is this is a good duel. It was, and it was obviously, a good duel. obviously, Ventress has the hots for him, so. And maybe both. okay. I missed that. Uh, go into that some more. <laughs> Just the interactions between them. I love. I love the interactions. And this is I mean, like I said. I, when I first, well, I don't know if I said it for the, the podcast or not, but I got misinformation when I first started watching this series, and I skipped the movie. So I went straight to episode. Well, episode one, which is technically the fifth episode, and never watched the movie until very recently, and that's when. Fortunately, Eric, you corrected me that I was given very bad information, and but I was basically told that the movie was basically like a shrunk down version of all the episodes, kind of like Battlestar Galactica did in the original, where they just took the all the episodes and made it into a movie. And it was horrible. that's right. I forgot you thought it was like a summary episode or like yeah. a summary movie. Yeah. So when I watched this, I was like, "Wow, this is this would have well, this would have been helpful because like my whole thing was they never explained where Asuka came from." And what's the deal with Ventress? And I'm like, well, I, I love these characters, but where the heck did they come from? And, you know, so that, that seriously helped. Eventually, after six seasons, I just accepted it and didn't worry about it. But uh, but anyway, getting back to the interaction between Ventress and Obi-Wan, I, I, I like the interaction between them. It's very, like, dual-esque, like John said. And But, yeah, I, I, I love the dialogue between them. Between them. Yeah, I think, I think one thing about the, the movie, and really actually based on the episodes that we saw last week too, John, 
is there's this is a really confident Obi Wan. Like I really feel like he doesn't <laughs> feel like he can do any bordering. wrong. Yeah, bordering on absolute arrogance. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's exactly right. Like it, it's almost like a it's almost like a he trusts like whenever he sends Ahsoka and Anakin off to you know rescue Baby Hut. Like it, it's like they know they're going to win, and don't get me wrong. I'm sure you have to have that mentality when you're a general and you know you're fighting in this war and everything. But there's just no, you guys go do this, I'll go do this. We'll meet back here because we'll we'll do it. We'll succeed in it. You know what I mean? There's no. It, it is almost borderline arrogance, and it's almost like a. At least Yoda's kind of worried about stuff, but I don't know. I just I feel like Obi Wan is extremely confident. And if you go back and do you remember the comics we read, the Obi Wan and Anakin story? He wasn't as confident in that, and he definitely wasn't in Master no. and Apprentice. Master and Apprentice, no, he was, yeah. he was, yeah, he was younger, so he didn't, you know, he wasn't confident well, yeah. himself. But that's totally different. But, but in that comic, yeah, when he was uh, Anakin's trainer, you no, know, it's, it's kind of a different character. Yeah, it, it really mindset. was because he was he was so worried that he was doing stuff wrong and almost willing to you know give up stuff because he he couldn't teach well and they weren't right. gelling. But then you get the Obi Wan in this show, and it's just like. Yeah, I'm gonna go over here and do this. Yeah, if Asajj comes, we're fine. I'm not worried about it. You know, what I mean? it's, and it's almost like, okay, well, what can hurt you at this point? You know? Yes, and when when he uh, went to negotiate the surrender, yep, that that was just just dripping with arrogance because oh, he, yeah. he he knows, you know, I'll take care of it and I'll have this cool moment. Yeah, it's just that one. I didn't like that very much. It, yeah, and you have no real plan. He suddenly. Yeah. I think he suddenly William. became he suddenly became James Bond. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah that's great. That's yeah, that's, exactly, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good, good way to say it. Call right yeah. There. yeah, it is. It's a very James Bond like character. It's it's the swagger and almost like the the it, it, James Bond has like a cool arrogance to him. You know what I mean? Like it, it's like it's like it's swagger, but it's also kind of like I don't know if I'm going to get out of this though. You know what I mean? I'm going to do my best, and I think I've got a good plan. But Obi Wan just feels like I'm a god among men. Like you know what what what, what could hurt me? You know what I mean? It's just kind of like. I don't know. It's it's an odd way to see Obi Wan, especially coming chronologically, where we saw him and you know as a Padawan, and then not really knowing his way as a Jedi, and then not knowing his way really as a teacher to Anakin previous to this. And Anakin's not that much older in the show. I mean, you know, he's full on Jedi, but he's still not you know too much more. So yeah, I don't know. It's good. It's good. It's a it's an interesting Obi Wan. Let me say that. Sure, I found it really curious that. Because Ahsoka is, she's literally wet behind the ears, right? Yeah. Or whatever you yeah, call those things. Brand new. I mean, she does. Brand I mean, new. Th- through, through the whole movie, she doesn't want you to know that. She wants you to be confident in her. But yeah, she is. She's which, is a, which is a trope in and of itself. Yeah. But, but I, it was really fascinating to me that they're given this mission to go take out the the shield thing, right? Yep. And they get there, and they're like, you know, he's like, you know, plant the charges. So now she is basically a youngling, and we find out that Jedi youngling training involves demolition yeah and i think that's fantastic <laughs> well not just that not just the demolition of the actual bomb laying but also the the fact that she has all the 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 fact that she can pull that wall down is really yeah. interesting to me because i'm like wow you literally just got out of training and you're pulling walls down and making sure any kids okay i mean it's supposed to be you know this like this like wow she's really powerful kind of role but then i'm right. just kind of like thinking building her up thinking back to like sifo-deus and 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 all the other Padawan relationships we've seen, nobody's that confident. I mean, she's very, very confident. Like, almost to where they're building her up to be equal to Anakin. You know what I mean? Like, like overconfident. They're clearly trying to put her on, on, if not equal footing, even more arrogant than Anakin. Yeah, there's, it's like everybody's freaking arrogant in this thing. Yeah, agreed. In, in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. 
and maybe what William has been saying. I know. I was, I'm waiting for William to talk about the hubris. I'm, I'm waiting for him to just. Be He's like, probably sitting back thinking, "Yeah, well, <laughs> I've been told you guys this." <laughs> well, I think they also do a good job. I think they're explaining because you know our first introduction to the United Jedi and stuff is you know obviously episodes four, five, and six, and. And, and, you know, Luke's very old, and he's very slow to learn. And, and you see that how a, being raised in a proper Jedi setting from birth, how much more powerful they are. Yeah, that's a, good, a, that's a good, yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a great, yeah, I get that. And, and look at Doku, who was picked up as like a kid, you know? Yep. And now he's like, you know, running the pretty much the bad network. Yeah, I think uh, that's another Something they're definitely trying to show, and again, not to, I'm not going to talk about any future episodes, but the it, it shows the the quality of the product coming out of the academy is uh, yeah the factory. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, like the Jedi factory. This is like yes. what, what, this is the, this is the sausage. Oh yeah. yeah, and I mean even and that's when you talk about you know Anakin. You remember Yoda had said that he's too old, so now we get a reference to that because you know she probably started you know five years before he did, which would be why she may already. She would already be surpassed where he was at that stage. Yeah, that's true, wow. and I, I don't, I don't know that I was necessarily comparing her to Anakin specifically, but, but I totally agree with that. Like, it's showing you that her extra years of training have, have yeah. not, you know, surpassed Anakin, but at least brought her on on par uh, with well, what she wants to do. I mean, at that point. Yeah, agreed. At that, yeah, exactly. At that point, Anakin's already well beyond that. But yeah, at that point, that's, yeah, that's, that's a good thing to note too. I have watched probably. 20 to 25 Clone Wars episodes over the years. I never really got into the series, honestly, but I never understood why he called her Snips. And See, that gets, I didn't either. And that gets I explained. Oh, I had that same question. Yeah, that gets explained because she's snippy. Yeah, she yep. was like snipping back at him whenever he oh, first okay, acquired that. Whenever he first, I don't want to say acquired her, but whenever he first decided to let her be his Padawan, she gets snippy with him at one point and he goes, okay, and then he starts calling her Snips. And I never, I never understood that. In the uh, in the shows that I watch, but Snips gets referenced a lot, so yeah. And at least now we know where it came from because I didn't get it. I mean, I, I I never, mean, it's it's not that hard, I guess, to put the puzzle pieces together for a lot of people, but I never did. And it's interesting you see you've seen twenty five episodes. The uh, you never really got it. this. This is probably probably my I don't want to say favorite, but it's certainly up there. And if you gave me a, if I had to choose between watching, you know, the first trilogy, second trilogy, third trilogy, Rebels, this. Mandalorian or whatever else. This is probably in my number two. Wow. Okay. So, so I mean, as as a contain, you're you're saying taking the movie and the shows and containing them in the same kind of yeah. So I mean, container. The, yeah. This the if, story, the overall story. If yeah, the the yeah, this, this unfortunately the the Clone Wars should have been you know mandatory mandatory for watching the movies because so much of it is left unanswered in the movie. This was I mean I remember John and I talking about this years ago. And him saying that, that basically that I'm trying to remember what, exactly what you said, John. But basically that that shouldn't be counted. The movies need to stand by their on their own. And I, yep. and uh, <laughs> and they don't. They absolutely do not. Well, that, so I look at I look at them as milestones. Like like you get to dive into such cooler characters with, and, and this is coming really from. And it's it's interesting because we're all approaching it from different ways. John watched all the movies, but didn't watch any of the filler stuff. William, you watched a lot of the filler stuff, like most of the filler stuff. But you didn't read the comics, and whereas whereas I just really read comics and then the occasional book, and then I catch an occasional thing of you know Rebels or Clone Wars or stuff like that on the TV. So it's very interesting that we all have different takes on it because well, let me say this: we all have different opinions on where you see the movies in the overall arc of things based on what we kind of read and watched up until this point. Which is, which is why I love this chronological order that we're going through because now we, we're forced to. 
you know, I'm forced to watch the TV shows. John's forced to read the comics. You know what I mean? And, and William, you've already read and seen most of it anyway. So it's kind of like an interesting way to, to, to let you look at how the series played out over different media. What I'm getting to experience the comics now is like even more background that was just obviously missing. So this is just uh, just just my 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 ten thousand foot view, and we're only in podcast uh, seventeen of this series. It's gonna work. You know, by the time we get done with this, we're probably gonna have you know over hundred podcasts. At this point, as someone who watched the comics, I definitely feel that the comics and books are specific character development and or side stories, and, and the, a lot of it being the latter. I feel like Clone Wars, at least from this point that I've watched, and given I haven't watched that much of it, and I feel like probably Rebels and these other things will be like these middle layers that sit in between the movies. And then, you, of course, you have the movies as the the milestones. But but correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, too. I mean, it's just that's the drift I'm getting from right now. And I'd be eager to see what John's vibe is right now because he's coming from a completely different spot. And I wonder if he's saying no, everything should just support the movies completely. So you're saying the no, movies? No, 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 no. That, that's a misunderstanding of, of my position, and I shan't stand for it. Okay. Yes, please please tell us, Southern lawyer. State, <laughs> state, state your opinion to the court. A, a, a movie should be able to stand on its own. Star Wars, Episode Four, A New Hope, right? When it came out, that was the only thing in existence. And people did not watch that movie and, and wonder... You know, I don't. I just don't get it. I, I really need a comic book series, a television series, uh, a bunch of novels to back it up. No, the movie broke records because it stood on its own. George That's Lucas, all I'm saying. George Lucas himself would disagree with you. He wrote it. I know he had the whole arc, but he can't deny because it propelled him to his his the rest of his life that Star Wars Episode Four, A New Hope, stood on its own by itself. It was the only thing required. It was a tight story. It was the whole, what's his name, the the hero's journey thing, you know? Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Mano, Joseph Campbell. Uh, yes, Joseph, yeah, Joseph Campbell. Campbell. Yeah, but remember, it's, he, it's he, self-contained. He had toys, the Marvel comics, and books lined up before the movie even hit the theater. Yeah, the comics comics were a big sure part of it. because he's a great businessman. Yeah. but the movie the movie stood on its own merits. But yeah. even the, That's even, my even the original point. comic you... series though was very was very side charactery in my opinion. Oh yeah, I, like like they're, they're, they had specific issues that were redos of the movie themselves. Mm-hmm. But even then though, he had the foresight to say, "Hey, no, I want those guys to be side stories or, or minor stories compared to the movies." So Eric, you contrast about... that with uh, one quick point. You contrast that with I believe it was the third Matrix movie, Matrix Revolutions, Never right? Where it Never starts happened. with with Neo. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with Neo in the train station, and we're, we're like, "What the hell? Why? What? What is this about?" And it was because you had to watch the Animatrix, which led into that. Otherwise, it made no sense. All right, so wait, so wait, that's look. fine if you want to tell the story that way, but that means necessarily that the movie does not stand on its own. Okay. So 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 if if I have a if I have a story that can't be contained within a movie, like is it bad for me to have other mediums before that movie that explains No, that? I actually drew no no quality conclusion. I simply said the movie can't stand on its own. And you're agreeing with that and denying it at the same time. Well, no, and I think but I think in fairness you Your are Honor. as well. So it was objection, y'all. <laughs> overruled. Uh, anyway, think about this. And so what you just said about Eric and I is, is, is accurate, but I think it's also accurate of you in the sense that the only reason you're aware of the movies not being complete on their own is because of us. If you did not know about all this other information that we fed you or that you read on the internet, 
would you still have the same opinion about the movie not being able to stand on its own? Yes. Yeah, because I had no idea. I I had never heard about the Animatrix when I watched the non-existent third movie of the series. And it just made no sense. It opened like, I'm supposed to know what's going on here. I don't. I must have missed something at the end of the last movie. I didn't. So that's on me. It was on me. It was it was how they crafted the story and how they distributed the story among the different media. That means that again, it's just that the movie can't stand on its own. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I I, 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 get, I get your opinion on not standing on its own. I, I understand your your point there. In the in the age of the internet, can you do that? Yeah, that's unfortunately that is the trend now. Even like Star Trek, I mean, what was happening when we were watching like Discovery and even you know. Even the lower decks, I think, did it, didn't they? Like, there's these like webisodes, and if you don't watch them, yeah, it's still good. But you know, you're still like, what? What did I, I miss? I, I feel like I like they're laughing at a joke that you don't get. Yeah, like that, t- like 2008 for this movie. I think that I think that there easily could have been, you know, and I don't know that there was, but like arg tie-in. Like, it's, I'm, I'm not saying specifically for Star Wars. I'm saying for around 2008, like arg tie-ins and all that kind of stuff, where mm-hmm. they may have boosted this movie by giving you other stuff that I just don't know about. I mean, it's not in our official well, canon list, but maybe it was out there. I just don't know. That's why I wanted well, you to go back. I didn't get a chance to comment on something you'd said that in your, in your mind, you said that the, that the movies focused on story and the comics focused on character. Is that what you, and then the, yeah, my mind is, is my, in my opinion right now, comics really focused on the minor character or minor stories. So stories that, that happened with Luke and happened with other people, but they were, they were not, you know, anything near that, would have helped you in the actual movies to, to know that character any better. But also, and, th- and this is not, I'm, and I, I should also state too, this is coming from an opinion of both the Marvel and the Dark Horse, so the, you got to take those out now because they're not canon. But also, the it, it gave you more more color and flourish to, to, to smaller characters, like people that, like like Mace Windu. Like, we, we just got done with the Mace Windu comic series, John. Just people like that that you just kind of, you want to know more about, but it's not, they're, they're not going to, they're going to tell you more about the character, but they're not going to really move anything in the, in the major story along. If I may employ an anatomical metaphor, <laughs> the movies are the organs, right? Heart, the brains, the lungs. The, the, the TV shows and what have you, those are the connective tissue, and the comics are the flesh. I don't know what the blood is. Yeah, I, th- I think I would go more, yeah, I, I don't know about flesh. So let me tell you that, fleshing out the characters. That's literally what you said. I've been patiently waiting for, what, 15 minutes? William, go ahead. Go ahead, William. <laughs> John won't stop talking. Anyway, the, oh, no, no, I'm just kidding, John. And the skin <laughs> is... <laughs> And the and the RNA is the so and again this is my opinion just like you said about the com- I don't know anything about the comics I've watched the the, the, the TV series and I, the TV series are very different the Rebels is completely different than this I I would say this is an opinion I mean I'm sure there's billions of people out there who disagree with me Clone Wars is all about the Force it tells you everything about it by the end of it you will have no in my opinion everything I did to know about the Force I learned from this series character development if that's what you're looking for you're going to be disappointed i think but but ahsoku i think say i don't know it's kind of all over the place maybe maybe it's a seasonal thing that actually may be this is that's why i'm very interested to rewatch this because you know i watched this a long time ago and i binged it you know and i think you guys are familiar with that so maybe it was just you know a couple episodes that focused on the force but i seem to like a lot of things very like where did the force come from that kind of stuff and maybe my metaphor stands yana 
Yeah. So <laughs> the connective tissue. That's the you're describing connective tissue. Yeah. And so I don't feel I, I don't think it's a spoiler for me to even say that because I honestly don't remember. But I, that's 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 what I think. And, I, and I'll obviously, as I'm right now, I'm only on season two. As I'm rewatching this stuff. I don't even want to watch the rest anymore. I just spoiled it for me. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> no, you got to know what it is. I think actually based on what you're saying about standing alone, it will probably make you more mad. It doesn't it doesn't make me mad? I'm just pointing oh. out a fact. Okay, but no, I, I really enjoyed the story, but unfortunately it is, it is uh, what do you call it? Well, it's, 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 a, it's a show. It's very, like, they'll have, I, I enjoyed it because it's episodic, but then there are, like, you know, like, it would be like a three-parter. So they're all, like, little mini-movies, which I thought was kind of cool. You, you'll notice, like, there's two episodes you just talked about, even though they're out of order. That's kind of how the series is going to go. Like, every two or three episodes will all be related. So Kind of connective and tissue yeah. Oh, tissue-y. stop it. So I would suggest, and you mentioned you're the son of lawyer, the son of doctor. <laughs> when you're when you're when you're doing the episodes, don't just like say, "Okay, I'm going to do two because there may be three in that particular series. There oh, as you were saying, in that arc. Yeah, yep. yeah that's that's a good call, and we may do we may do that, and we um, started off with those two just because there was only two before this movie. Yep. But uh, yeah, I may have to investigate and say, "Hey, should we watch all three of these at the same time to do a, a podcast was, on?" But man, I'm so glad you had me watch this movie because. Like I said, I watched those two episodes, uh, and I'm like, well, what the hell happened? <laughs> I just, I mean, they're suddenly on the planet, and then nothing. I mean, they never go back to it, and uh, I'm like, oh, oh, they ended, they they actually ended that story before they started them. That makes sense. But, uh, so, so, so one thing I want to talk about, and I have in my notes, was that the monastery was on the planet of Tet, right? Mm-hmm. There was an, and this is, and this is not trying. I'm not trying to draw political things into this, but it's an offense on Tet, right? Like that's no, it, really was it, was really? that? No, I'm asked. No, I'm not saying it was. I'm asking is is did y'all see that? Because I didn't. But then I'm also kind of like, what a weird mm. planet to introduce and have. You know these things crawling up mountains. Having people shoot down at you, et cetera, et cetera. I, I, what seemed weird to me was you're coming in, you know, with spaceships and airships, and you decide to crawl to, up the tower. Yes. Yeah, you yeah, go all the yeah. way to the ground. Yeah. And then go up the wall. Now, now that's that. I enjoyed the wall battle. So you know, thank I did you very too. Much, I, I, I enjoyed it. A lot why wouldn't you just just go straight down on top of the thing? I want to know why Count Dooku's forces have radar and the. Republic doesn't. I mean, you remember they 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 knew. Yeah, they knew they were coming in. Yeah, yeah. they knew they were coming in. But the, yeah. I mean, the they had the the Republic soldiers had no idea. I'm like, you guys have crappy technology. The, <laughs> I did not notice that, but I that's did. that's yeah. pretty bad. That's yeah, no, I, bad. I totally did. And also, too, one thing that I noticed that I was kind of weirded out about is that there's parts of this where Doku and Obi Wan are pretty close to each other and the same. I have proximity. that in my notes. And I'm how like, does and he I'm not, like, how does he's he right not, there? Yeah, how does he not feel Doku? He's right Near there. Him. Yeah, he's like, he's like yeah. literally in the next room over, like waiting for a meeting, and you're not. But you be have like, to, you know, you have to accept that because uh, look at the main trilogy, right? That the guy was able to hide literally in plain sight. Yeah, and yeah, no one, true. no yeah. one realized what was going well, on. So and, it's a trope. And Palpatine's literally walking around all the Jedi. And they no, that, that's what. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what. That's what I'm talking about. The, the Palpatine established that. That's just that's a thing. It's that's, gonna it's happen. A, it's a Sith thing. It's a Sith thing. Now, see, you wouldn't understand. Yeah, well, obviously, see, it's only one sided because Doku knew that Obi Wan was there. It was yep. the other way around that didn't work. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So, yeah, so they, they so, need radar. That's what I decided. So I think it was Obi Wan's cape. <laughs> I have that in my notes. I think that when he's wearing his cape, he just can't detect anything. Um, 
So, uh, just like reverse Kevlar. It's like, like reverse Kevlar. It, it, like, it makes yeah. him stupider when he puts the cape on. Anyway. It's, yeah, it's a cursed cape. Um, so he doesn't know. It's kryptonite. Okay. So <laughs> it's, did, it's kryptonite cape. I did have in my notes. I love the, the quote unquote Ted offensive part or where they're growing up the wall. That's an amazing, really cool idea. I loved it. I agree with John. They could have just bombed it from the top. But alas, whatever. The music was really good in that scene. And the music, and that once once I watched that, I kind of went back and looked. The music's really good throughout the whole movie. Oh man, and the music's I, good throughout the whole series. Yeah, I, I was phenomenal. I was kind of impressed. I was like, this is like, like you're gonna make I, me ask the question. You're gonna make me ask the question. I don't know who did it. I don't know who did it. Uh, That's what you're gonna ask. See. Oh no, it, it, it was it wasn't it wasn't yeah. it wasn't Jim Carlo or Waves or any of those guys. John it was, Williams. It wasn't. Oh it wasn't no, those guys. It was somebody no. else. I think it may be different per episode because I mean they'll have like episodes. I mean they'll have music that just totally brings back you know Apocalypse Now vibes. Yeah, and, no, it, and, it really was. It was um, it was very. It's Kevin Kinner. Kiner, okay. Kiner or Kinner? I'm not sure which. But oh he's man, he's best known okay. for scoring CSI Miami, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and Star Wars Rebels. Yeah, you're in for it. If you like the music in this in the movie, you guys are in for a good ride. That is that is to me the best part of the entire series. It's just the music. Yeah, the, wow. it, it really was. It was very, like it stuck out so much that it was good. Like I remember Rogue One doing the same thing for me. I was just like, wow, this music is really good. Like it really fits the you know fits the part and is is very well done and. Ahsoka. So, so, so this is our first introduction to Ahsoka. And uh, John, I know that you've watched Mandalorian, and so you have like a feel of who she is, but not the backstory and that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, no, no backstory at all. But she was one of those, you know, heavily pushed, marketed characters. So even though I never saw her in anything, I know who she know was, what she looks like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. But nothing about her. So what I saw in Mandalorian that was all new to me. No idea if that's true to the character or an evolution of the character. I suspect the latter. Don't tell me. So it was, it was neat to see, yeah, you know, here she is coming into the story. I, I think what's amazing to me, I mean, obviously you're going to see her age, but you know, at the, at the, later on in the end, when she becomes older, how much that character ends up looking like the actress they hired. I, mm. I it was, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. You probably don't want to Google it, John, cause you'll probably spoil it. But yeah, just, don't, don't, yeah, they, don't. yeah, they did a good job. Let's put it that way. The can for casting. At first I was, I was, I was not happy with it. Cause I, I don't know. You're talking about Rosario Dawson, right? Yeah. The, she's yeah. been in like all the, all the defenders shows, but then Shannon's like, no, 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 go look, look, look at the later episodes. And, uh, and so I did. And, and I, yeah, like, yeah, that, that's pretty much spot on. Once the, the big eyes go away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so also too, one thing that I noted in the movie was whenever they return all the bounty hunters heads, I was like, that's a little bit of a different Star Wars to me. You know what I mean? Like, do you guys remember the the bounty hunters that I they had? Don't know what you're talking about. There yeah, the other se- there's the a which, Yeah, they sent they sent bounty hunters to go rescue Baby Hut, or Jabba sent bounty hunters to go rescue oh. Baby Hut yeah, from yeah, yeah. the monastery right. on Tet yeah. with Asajj. And the only thing that comes back are their heads, and it shows their heads. And I'm like, that's kind of a interesting, like like seeing that on. Number one, seeing it in a movie, I mean, we just saw it in the ninth episode where somebody's head got cut off, but like, it's not like mm-hmm. a big thing. And then, but seeing it in the cartoon version too is kind of like, whoa, you know what I mean? Like, that's a different Star Wars. Oh yeah, you guys are in for a wild ride. I'll say it again. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Don't don't elaborate, don't elaborate. But, oh, I, but I was I'm just, going to. I, I was just kind of, I was just kind of like, okay, well, because you know, you got like the. You got the Mandalorian vibes for the you know the heads on spikes. Okay, like well, that, I, okay, I got a question for you. Right, so Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker goes into the the dark cave tree thing, and oh, he cuts a, Vader's yeah, head off. But that, yeah, okay. that's a kids movie, right? It's a it kids is, movie. It is. And there, he, you and see he, his head he in the helmet. For, yeah, he made that for. But that's also more of a device to show his face inside the helmet, though, right? I mean, not 
like to necessarily decapitate. I, I know somebody. all of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know all of that. Yeah, I'm so, just saying I know, decapitation exists has already been portrayed in the Star Wars universe. John, your evidence holds there was a head inside a helmet and it was off a body. <laughs> the uh, the robot picking up the soldier and just shooting him at point blank range in the chest while he couldn't move. That was uh, kind of brutal. Yeah, there was. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, there was. There were some scenes in this one that were kind of. I don't know. I'm not saying bad. I you know I enjoyed it, but but just more than I expected from. And I, part of it's just coming because it's in cartoon form, and your your mind is not in that context of. Yeah, it's so stylized. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm and not going to see something, and then you're like, whoa! Well, I just, okay, I, I just remember that makes always brings back memories of when and I guess it was mid early mid '80s when uh, Robotech was launched over here yeah, in the United yeah. States, and parents lost their damn mind. Because they thought it was a kid's show. It's a cartoon. It must be a kid's show. And oh, they're yeah, showing, yeah. you know, you know, pilots of planes being, you know, splattered all across their windshield. And that was bad. So they got it banned. So then you couldn't watch it at all. And yeah. And that, but John's right, though. The, the heads being chopped off has already been established. And, and it was, you know, in episode two as well. Uh, Windu. Oh, yes. Good call, William. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Forgot about that. So that's, that's a that head lob might be better than John's head lob because yeah, that, that's that what happens that earlier in the, in the chronological <laughs> order. There is a head lob right there. Good chronological order, yes. Release order, no. Agreed, agreed. But I'm just saying there was a there was a Lucas made film that there was a head lob off, other than the symbolism head lob off of it. I'm saying is apparently it's okay for Jedi's to lob off heads. Here we go. Here we go, William. Here's William. The there can be only evil one. Of the Jedi. <laughs> That's right. Alright, so I, I have to have the answer to this. What is the problem with the big shield thing reaching the cannons? Why, why is that a problem? Because they can't shoot close. Those are, those the are cannons can't shoot close? No, they're artillery units. Yeah, they, they have to they have to my my thought on that was that they're projectiles, so if, if you get right. too close to them you can destroy them pretty easy because they they they'll shoot over you. Yeah. Okay. You, all, right. all right. All right. I mean, if you right. if that you're if you are point blank range with a, a howitzer crew, who's going to win? That you pull pull the string and you know to hell with it. And then you just blew somebody a mile away. <laughs> Some poor guy a mile away just died and doesn't even know why. <laughs> <laughs> and he's on your side. That's the thing. Yeah, he's on, on your, your side. side. Yeah. yeah. yeah he should have been there. Thank yeah. God, John's not a howitzer. So I don't know if you guys noticed that. I think I think it's in every Star Wars movie. It's not. It's not just the. I have a bad feeling about this, which has been in every single movie, episode, book, I think everything, is also the, the Wilhelm scream. And I was so pleased to hear it in this episode. What is the Wilhelm scream? I'm, I'm uneducated on this. The, uh, I know I, it, I know about that. I got a bad feeling about this, but I didn't know about the Wilhelm scream. It is the public domain. Part of the public domain, I forgot what it's actually called. There's a movie, basically filmmakers and TV makers have, like from the early 70s, a collection of sound effects. And like every movie uses the Wilhelm scream. When you hear it, you'll absolutely know it. Because, because they're free. Probably yeah, domain, they're so, also yeah, okay, yeah. understood. Understood. But uh, Star Wars, I mean, loot used the heck out of it. The original Star it, Wars. It's become it's become its own tradition. Yes. It has become a way for uh, sound engineers or whatever they're called to kind of put a stamp yeah. on it and say, "Yeah, boom, yeah. there you go." Yeah, yeah. Like we're a mic legit. Drop. Yep. The uh, so so what, where does it what is it? And so I, I, again, and I'm not joking. I I've I like I've heard people talk about the Vulcan script, but I never knew exactly what it was, and I definitely didn't know that it was in the Star Wars movies. What scene in this movie? Is it? It's when one of the right after the one guy gets shot in the chest by the robot, yeah. another one gets knocked off the cliff and he screams it while he's going down. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I didn't, I'm, I'm actually going to go back and watch it. So wait, wait, so so William, and, and we're only going to go since we're doing chronological order. What wait, do you remember? Wait, here we go. Parts ah! Yep. Yeah, we, there's no no missing it, but the 
The first, yeah. it actually came from a uh, crocodile eating a person originally. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Like a real? Like the, they... No, no, no. Was that the real sound? That was the sound effect. The, 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 yeah, the guy getting eaten. Oh, okay. No, I don't. Wait, that I happens. They recorded a man getting eaten by a crocodile. No, no, no. Oh, no, no not real. Like, okay. Anything for his art. Yeah. No, <laughs> man, that, that, that happens. That, that literally so happens. Much darker. That like, I was like sitting there like, oh my gosh, like I can't. Oh no. That's I Temple of Doom. This, that, okay. They play the Wilhelm in Temple of Doom when the guys are being ripped apart by yeah. crocodiles. It was originally recorded oh, that's, in that's 19. Pretty good. Original recorded in 1951 in the movie called Distant Drums, and then this is like a whole subculture. I really if we, well, it, no, it, no, you have no idea. If oh, we tangent, is. there, there, there are classic sounds you've heard in every, yep. like everything. The, 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 the uh, eagle cry. I'm sure, I'm sure. Well, once it enters the, the crow call that's in every Simpsons episode. I mean, there, there. This is a whole uh, subgenre of, of fandom. All right, so, so, so since we've only gone through episodes one and two. William, do you know where the Wilhelm scream is in those two movies? No. Okay, I just didn't, I just didn't know if you knew off the top of your head. I, I, I do I, not. I, I am certain Googling will tell you. Oh, yes. I can tell, I, matter of fact, I'm actually looking at it right now, and it actually has the, like, what where to go to in, like, every single movie that that sound mm-hmm. effects are used in. And it's, like, thousands of them. That's I, awesome. I notice it every time I hear it. No, I'm not. Gonna, yeah, the, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to have to notice it. And I hope that it doesn't pull me out of whatever I'm watching. Well, oh, I was it, gonna say it's one. Of, it's, it, one of it's, it's almost once like a voodoo. You re- once you hear it, yeah, you, it's yeah, like a you once, popped yeah, right out. Yeah, once you hear it, you will not ever be able to unhear it. You'll be like, "Oh, it's the Wilhelm scream." Yeah, so that's a, yeah, it's like a curse. Like I'm, I don't know if I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm still cracking up at the thought that some dude really got eaten by an alligator and somebody <laughs> recorded it, and then now everybody's just like, "Ha I'm gonna put this into my movie." <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's public domain. I may raise my sixty to sixty-five a little bit just because you guys have brought a little bit more perspective into some of the stuff, but I'm still under seventy. I still feel like it's not. It's so it, harsh. Well, it, it, it's the movie aspect of it, and I'm, I'm judging you not the enjoy frame fun? and context of the movie. Do you not enjoy Wilhelm screams? Yeah, I just, I, I, I still, I'll, I'll bring it up to a seventy, and I think William, you gave it a seventy-four, seventy-six. I forget which. Seventy-two, I thought. Okay, Maybe. seventy-two. Yeah, so, somewhere so around we're, there. We're, we're, we're in line. John really enjoyed yeah. this, and I'm happy John really enjoyed this. Well, not anymore. Got... Now I think it sucks. <laughs> just because we've got such a long stretch of Clone Wars episodes to watch, I'm really happy John loves this. So we introduced a segment on the last podcast where just two or three minutes really quick, what are you guys watching outside of Star Wars right now? Because basically, you know, and, and we all work through the day and then we'll have some time at night to be able to watch media and stuff. And, and I know John and I are catching up on Clone Wars episodes. William, what else are you watching outside of Star Wars? I have been watching and just finished it today, matter of fact. So Woo Assassins on Ooh, uh, what is that? Netflix. So imagine Big Trouble in Little China. Without okay. without Kurt Russell, you've got me. And, you, you, but before you said without big without yeah. Kurt Russell, you have a little less of a B movie. So basically the same aspects. You know, there's a, the there's five people who have the different elements. You know, air, fire, wood. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. And basically the Wu assassin's job is to kill them, which is why because they're called uh, Wu, okay. and his job is to kill them. And it's kind of like the, you know basically what Kurt Russell's kind of character ended up being, I think, in the movie, if I remember. But it, it's similar to that kind of stuff. But but it's 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 really good. I forget his name. But you know the guy who played the judge, overall judge in Iron Chef. He's the monk. So basically, really? when, so well, the, I am he, amazed. Okay. So basically, whenever the Wu assassin goes into assassin mode, he turns into that guy, so that his identity is not given away. That's, that's that, this is all in like the very beginning of the movie. I'm going to show, so I'm not spoiling anything there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I no spoilers, but... yeah. But it, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, it's it's if you like kung fu, I'm adding and, it to my queue. 
Yeah, if you like kung fu movies and like Chinese fantasy, then this is right up right up your alley. And it, it's a pretty big. I'm assuming with Netflix, pretty big budget. Um, I think so. I mean, it's it, it, yeah, it, it's pretty good. The, the only bad thing I warn you now is that it's still up in the air about whether or not there will be a season two, or if it's going to be a movie or neither. So it's not. It doesn't leave. I mean, it doesn't end in a you know like a horrible cliffhanger or anything. They certainly left it open for another season. Whether or not that happens with the you know this is all this was made in 2019, so it was before the um, pandemic. So I'm sure that put a damper on everything. So speaking of ending on a cliffhanger and or not ending on a cliffhanger, John, are you still watching the Babylon 5 or have you moved on? Or I, I have moved on a bit because once you get into season four, are, are you watching it now? Or No, I'm not. I just remember okay. from the last podcast. Well, I'm not, I'm not going to get specific. Once you get into season four, there's it, it shifts focus and I tend to lose a bit of interest. So I'm letting that lie. And I mean, come on. They, they, what am I about to say? What else are you watching? What, what am I going to say? What is uber hot right now and the source of great controversy is it controversy is it really i know we i know we discuss it on our discord a lot but wandavision is not that that's a wandavision it's a it's a it's a pretty universally loved show even though there may be episodes of different it is but even you and not to turn this into a wandavision (laughs) podcast but even you cannot deny that they set some things up and then dropped them uh, Did you see my apology? Well, now this I, is because you do I, I, not wait, wait, watch. Wait, 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 wait. We, we got. We got to remember. We got to remember. We cannot spoil anything about one oh, for any listener. So just make sure we are not oh, spoiling no, no, anything. No. It's just I, I gave sure we are on, on rails. The the gentleman that I linked to you guys before that does every and, and it's hilarious because he was wrong about a lot of things, but he is just the screen crush guy. Is that what it is? Yeah, I like, I, I like, no, I like yeah, Screen Crush. Yeah, I, I, I knew like about him, him before. Yeah, well, yeah he's but, good. He's, I, I watch him too. Yeah, he's good. You, yeah, you should definitely watch that after, especially now that you finished it. I would not recommend watching it beforehand, but uh, yeah, uh, watch that because he explains why every, all this stuff happened and like the, the Easter eggs and he does like an Easter egg count as he goes through each episode. Like Shannon and I went through, and those are all fa- those those are fantastic. Yes, those are fantastic. But a lot of them, a lot of the the uh, the teasers. For example, well, I can't say that. Yeah, you can't. You can't say any of it. Okay, but but there's one really big one that just went nowhere. I mean, on purpose. They 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 went it. They they shoved it like crammed it down. It's like, nope, this doesn't mean a thing. Yeah, he he talked about it. He got caught up in it too, and it was a just a big. You know, I don't have a problem. (laughs) I don't have a problem with that. I I, I'm actually kind of okay with that. Uh, I mean, do your thing, and if I'm if I'm entertained, then fantastic. It's just funny to me that so many of the uh, so many promising aspects did not pan out. Anyway, that's WandaVision. So the other thing I'm watching is a history of tanks, which is neat. Hell, I don't know. It's on probably Prime Video or Netflix. I watched. I think it's Prime Video. It's yeah. a Prime Video thing. It's I like history of tanks. Great stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, very very nice, very neat, and are that we, led we me like into a whole, a whole season, or is it like no? A... It's like four episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 There's not a lot of history of tanks, you know. Basically, they slap some tracks on the thing, and you're done. Then uh, that led me into uh, Band of <laughs> we'll Brothers every now and, and then. With wow. a gun. I, I didn't know we were allowed to talk about wait, wait, different wait, wait, shows. Wait, 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 say it again now. What was the last Band one? Of, Band of Brothers. I mean, oh, you're rewatching. You, you Band can't of go into. Yeah, I have to every now and then. It's every like year. It's an I watch it every year. I watch it every year. Yeah, I, it, and I just I'm just about finished with that. It is. Always, will you Will you move on to the Pacific? No, I will not. Ooh, that's a, that, that's not. That show is an obligation watch. Fa- oh. I mean, 10, 10 out of 10. Amazing show. 
Okay, but that is not a fun watch. That is yeah, a, I need I, I to reabsorb history. Yeah, I agree with that. Band of Brothers that. is just holy. I mean, come on. Yeah. No, I, I, under, I understand your reasoning for not watching. I think the produ- production level, not the casting, not the acting, but the production level was just as good as the original. So I can tell you why season four does that. Do you know why I, it doesn't y- Yes. Yeah, okay, we, yeah, we, yes, we, we discussed this on a previous podcast. No, it, yeah, yeah it, because Eric is the uh, the noob on this. He has no yeah, idea. I, I've, never watched wa- it. I've never watched Babylon. No Five, idea. So, so yeah. yes, I, I had to tell him, look, season two is where it gets really good. Mm-hmm. And then things things change in season four. Season three is off the charts. Season four, you can tell that it's kind of a Game of Thrones thing going on there where they kind of cram it all in. Yep. And then season five happens, and it's like, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, because it wasn't written. Yeah. Yeah, we, 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 went, we went over this all last podcast. And oh, yeah. We, Jen and I, I never get, actually the, the knew ba- that about you, ba- William. The, the Babylonverse. It's funny. You don't know when you have a sci-fi f- uh, fan – whether they are pro Babylon Five or anti Babylon, it was made. I never actually. Well, wait, I'm, ba- I'm Baba neutral, right? Like, well, there's you, two. You are Baba neutral, yes. Thank you. You, you should have been able to gather it from the technology aspect because I was a huge Commodore Amiga fan. Oh one, yes, and yes. used video toaster. Shannon was actually trained on the video toaster when she was in school. Wow. Um, so she did video editing, and so yeah, we're both video toaster so, fanboys. So people, people that have not watched it are Baba neutral. Would you say that the people that like it are Baba high fived, and then the people that don't like it are Baba cried? Stop! 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 stop. <laughs> the, I'm trying not to turn this into a Babylon stop. Five podcast. The it's dead offensive. It, it happened it's last offensive week. Offensive on it ha- Tet. It's dead ha- offensive. <laughs> you get it's right there. It's there in the. It, it's it's there. Like I have to mention it. I'm like it's oh so overtly. It, yeah. Okay. Anyways, agreed. What agreed. other similarities are there with the Tet offensive, Eric? Do tell us. Well, people shooting down from you from the mountains, you're crawling up the mountain. There's a there's a couple of different things in there that I, I but but I, it's so it's such an obscure or weird thing to parody. I don't want to say parody. That's a terrible word. I'm not saying parody at all. Yeah, not um, parody, it, but, it, but. It, 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 but to to reference if they homage. meant to do it, I'm like that no. is weird. There's no freaking way that I mean there there's no parallels at all. It's a wasted reference if that's what it is. It was a I need a name for a planet. Tet. That works. Okay. 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's 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 in the realm of conceivability. Tatooine. I thought it was. I thought it was a really weird ad. All right. Let me talk about my shows. Okay. My shows. I only had. How come I was only given one? I don't know. I mean, you said what you've been watching lately. Like one show. You guys like twelve. I don't know. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have a lot of free time. What was your other one? That's all I'm watching. No, uh, they, uh, I watch obviously WandaVision, and I was informed. And I don't know, John, if you saw my my heartfelt apology that I didn't give you. I was told to give you, but I didn't. But yeah, that a, a even in a single movie can have good parts and bad parts. I don't disagree. I disagree. It's wrong anyway. How can you disagree uh, with that? Of course, a good uh, any any thing spanning more than a few seconds can have a good part and a bad part. Yeah, I suppose. But uh, introduce you to my sex life. I mean, there's mere seconds with good parts, geez, bad geez, parts, mediocre parts. So <laughs> would you say it's Baba neutral, or would you say it's Baba <laughs> <laughs> neutral? Oh, that reminds me of one show I started trying to watch called Oh, it's on Netflix, I think, called I don't know, like the the explanation or something like that. It's like a documentary that tells you about different things. And one of those episodes was on female orgasms, and yeah, that no, was it's Vox. Ex- you're talking about Vox Explained. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's oh, called Explained by Vox. That is a yes. great show. That is oh, a great I, I could show. I could not finish that episode, guys. I mean, just like 
Nope. Oh, no, no. You need it to. Is quite it's a great. Metaphor. That it is, is such a metaphor right there. I couldn't finish. <laughs> I couldn't find the ending of this. No. Episode. It just made. And moving on to my shows that I'm watching. Please, God. <laughs> I have nothing to report. I've just been watching old movies. What? And, yeah, I've been going back through Star Trek's. I've been going back through all the Star Trek movies. Last night, I randomly decided to watch Shaun of the Dead. I don't oh, know why, point. but... Okay. Uh, which is a great movie. I've seen it before, but it was just... Uh, so I think I'm probably going to do the whole Cornetto trilogy in the next couple of nights, and then... I don't know after that, man. I don't really have anything that I've been watching show Oh, let me take that back. Me and my wife have been watching Tournament of Chefs. Uh, sorry, Tournament of Champions, which is on Food Network, which, if you're into food prep shows, mm. they're pretty good. It's usually like, you know, two guys battle it, or two... I shouldn't say two guys... Two chefs battle it out within 30 minutes to make a dish with these four different things that are randomized on a randomizer. But it's pretty good. It's a pretty good show. Like, it's it's a neat... Guy Fieri, of course, is the host of it, and uh, he does a really good job. And that's probably the only thing that I've been watching regularly besides WandaVision, which we've already you touched on. You mentioned Star Trek. I will say that for about the 20th time, I did try to start watching Voyager again. Saw cast and, like, nope, done, <laughs> and turned it off. So. I, I've never, other than Star Trek The Next Generation and the original TV shows, I've never watched any side series for Star Trek, even Picard. You never watched Deep Space Nine? Nope. That's... Wow. You should give that one a shot. If you like Babylon 5, supposedly that's where DS9 came from. They Yeah, they ripped it off. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, ne- yeah, never watched Babylon 5. Wait, wait. Yeah, never watched Babylon 5, Deep Space Nine. What's the other? There's the Picard series. There's Voyager. The, no, that's different. What is, sorry, as, as a Star Trek newbie, what is Voyager? Voyager really? was Catherine Janeway, okay. which is Catherine Hepburn, basically. Imagine Catherine Hepburn being in the Delta I'm Quadrant. I'm so confused about Catherine Hepburn piloting <laughs> Starship. But, He's not yeah, wrong. He's no, I'm wrong. not. <laughs> the the uh, concept behind Voyager was they get kicked across the galaxy. This is not spoilers. They no. get kicked all the way across the galaxy. It's going to take them 70 years at high warp to get back, and that's their journey. Yep, that's the show. Fantastic premise. That's, that's a good premise. Holy unfulfilled. I agree with that. I agree with that. That sounds like a neat, interesting thing. Awesome premise. I mean, it's it, like, cause, cause, yes, it's, it's this be is of, awesome. It's got to be full of constant despair and like, yeah. yeah okay, no, great. it's 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 a uh, uh, reset central. It's like episodes over, yep. reset, back the way you were. You just you just spent three weeks watching episodes that didn't happen. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're gonna, or they we're, just get through it. You're just like, yeah, okay, yeah. whatever. And then there's Kev. And then, and then there's Kess. <laughs> but she turns into a ball of white. So but what other what other Star Trek what other Star Trek TV shows were there? Enterprise. Uh, oh, no, yeah, I, Enterprise. I watched, wait, Enterprise. Mm-hmm. I don't remember Enterprise. Discover uh, is it Discover or Discovery? I never remember the name of it. Discovery. Discovery. Okay, that's crap. Anyway, Enterprise was not bad. The first season was kind of meh. No, it was definitely meh. What then it got kind of good. Or, or when did it come out? Like what? Ooh, like early 2000s? Yeah, okay. People couldn't so, get so past... It's about 20 years old. The, people couldn't yeah. get past the theme song was the biggest problem. <laughs> that was a you, real problem. That, you it's got been a long road. Yeah, Bon Jovi. Welcome, doing, welcome no. to Star Trek fandom. I, I've, I've never... Yeah, this is why I don't get into Star Trek. Getting this is why I watch the movies. Yeah. This is why I'm the John of Star, Star Wars is because I just watch the movies and kind of go from there. I watch all this, sci-fi. You can't you can't go wrong. I do want to clarify though. I think we're about to wrap up. When you say watching all the Star Trek movies, do you mean like from Star Trek the Motion Picture? That's where I started. Yep. Yeah, I start. I started with. To. I started with Veeger, and then I am now into. Okay. Yeah, I'm now right. into so, to, to Picard Land. 
Okay, so I have to. So, so Shannon and I went through, and you can probably cut all this out. But anyway, what do you want to do? My rambling. But Shannon and I watched all the series, the original series, and then went into the movies. And I was like, you're in for a doozy. Because, you know, the show's cheesy, like, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, motion picture, and this is dark as hell. I mean, just so dark and it really is it's really not is. it's not poppy i agree with that like it's no, not it's I not mean, a fun well let me say that back. it's still a fun movie it's just that uh, like is it though nope. <laughs> it's not really fun no, no, it's no. amazing it's i love amazing. it yeah, so much. Movie, yeah it is i mean that is like i'd probably say that's worse than black hole as far as just being dark yeah, yeah but see see yeah, i yeah. i, I saw so you guys have to understand though and make sure you guys understand this because this is a very big thing my favorite star trek is undiscovered country Okay. Oh, right. you guys are agreeing because anytime I tell anybody that's in the Star Trek that they're like, "What? The whales?" And I'm like, "Why yeah. would you? Why would I have a problem with that? That's a great." I movie. don't know. Usually, when I tell Star Trek people, they're always just kind of like, "You said the Final Frontier. We're no longer friends." <laughs> okay, I see where the line is drawn. You don't uh, think God lives in the middle of the galaxy? Why does God need a starship? Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, it's yeah, I yeah, and the whole brother thing, but yeah. Anyways, he's got a sister too, so don't forget that. Yeah, so so let me let me let me say this about let me say this about that movie. His it dad was, not, was a busy it man. It was not as bad as I as I remembered it being, but it's still pretty bad. Yeah, I agree with that. What which movie are you talking about? Final Frontier. Oh yeah, it's awful. It's flat out awful. <laughs> it's so bad. I, I think that the I think that the other than the 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 Shatner being hero kind of thing, I, I think that the actual story was interesting and kind of went places like the garbage. The, the, garbage. The Star Trek yeah, would not go garbage. With. And give Nimoy yeah. credit. I mean, he headed that whole thing. I mean, you know. Of all the original series uh, movies, one through six, five is just a deep pit of despair. The only Star Wars or Star Trek movie that may beat it is the second Next Generation movie. Um, <gasps> no. Oh, we got some emotions I, I did, coming out here. I didn't believe this either, and I was so pissed off when I was watching this. You know, I told you one of the Twitch channels I watched. We watched all the episodes. So wait, 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 wait. Poor me. Poor first Eric. contact? Poor, poor, no, no, no. That's the first movie. This no. Is the Generations is the first movie. Generations is first, and the second yeah. one is the is the guy. First contact. Is the, is the guy. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm thinking of. I thought you were talking about the one with the. the oh, so uh, this is. Sorry, this is the third one. Insurrection. Insurrection is crap. Yes. It looks wait, like it's so low one budget. Is Insurrection? Help me. When the planet that's basically Eden. And the, the, oh, it's just, I don't even know how to, it's just horrible. It's all medical crap. You have these people who want to live forever and they want to take a Oh, yes. And, okay. And okay, fair enough. It is well, so yeah, trash. It, it looks bad. It looks, I mean, it's it just, the, 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 I didn't realize how bad it was until, like I said, the guy that, the stream that we all watched it on, you know, like 800 of us, he, he's a video, you know, you know, what do you call it? Videographer. And that's what he does, you know, sound and that kind of stuff. And he starts pointing out this. I'm like, damn, this movie was already bad enough. And now I'm seeing like all these inconsistencies in the scenes and the lighting. Yep. yep. And like, damn, I didn't realize it was that bad. It, yeah. it makes no sense. It is stitched together garbage. <laughs> yeah. It, it, that one's worse, I would say, than Star Trek Five. I'm going to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that. Uh, you sure? Yeah. But that, but that was not my statement, just for the record. Oh, yeah. My statement was the original series movies. <laughs> You're on to my statement. <laughs> my statement stands, and my client my is innocent. I'm gonna there was no it. Picard in mine. <laughs> Therefore, think, you must I'm, find me not guilty. I'm going to buy you a copy of Phoenix Wright. Let you play through <laughs> that, John. attorney, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, John, we got two more episodes of Clone Wars next week. Uh, William, thank you for joining us again for the movie podcast. Thank you for having me. 
John, as always, it's been fun having you and the Southern Lawyer uh, in the house tonight. I am honored. And uh, until next week, everyone stay healthy and stay safe. This is the 11 Parsecs Podcast, Episode 17. If you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a good review. And be sure to check us out at 11parsecs.com and Discord. I'm Jonathan Smith with Eric Thompson and Whiskey Buchanan. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.